like it's crazy getting to my thirties because people are getting older. And yeah. some people are getting old quick. Yeah. Like you could see it in their face. And some people are 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 aging well. Like it before we start this podcast, guys, go ahead and subscribe, like, turn those notifications on, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook. It it really supports the podcast and helps us grow, guys. Thank you guys for all your support. You're continue you're continuing to watch us. I love you guys. Enjoy the episode. It's like a, a point in my life where you're starting to see all those people that made bad decisions. All mm-hmm. those bad decisions become a bad life. But I, I've learned through podcasting with, with EJ on Not So Anonymous Podcast, <laughs> but that he that people turn it around. Yeah. You know, some people do. There, it is a way out to turn it around. The people but, that want to change are the yeah. ones that change. But it's so crazy watching people get older and you're like, I just saw them like, Two days ago, <laughs> but it's been like five years since you've seen them. <laughs> of course, they get older, right? You look young still. I mean, I, you are pretty young. Thirty-two. I I want I I need to make money like a bunch of money. Like I'm talking about life changing money by the time I'm thirty five. I'm talking about be a millionaire by the time I'm thirty five. Yeah. And like, I don't know if it'll happen, but I wanted so I could start like investing into everything, every Mexican supplement that you can name. You know, I'm going to be on it. <laughs> your, your arm is going to be all big. You're like, to be all small. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I even like, I feel good. Like I feel athletically. I, yesterday we went to the, me and coach Jose went to coffee crew and solidarity. Um, Where is that at though? It's in uh, San Jose. Okay. And solidarity, solidarity jujitsu. But we went and I still feel like good. You know, even though like there's times when I'm like, man, I am getting older, but it's, I don't know. I think it's because I wasn't working out and I'm starting to routinely work out now and I'm feeling good. That's good. Yeah. Like I was pushing. I I mean, I was like, fuck yeah. I did it in the morning. I did jujitsu in the morning. Let's get at it. Let's, let's get after it today. And then my body just crashed. Like you are donezo. It's like when you've been playing video games and you finally turn it off and it's like, hmm. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly. No, but yeah, it was 2011. It was the Japan earthquake. And what happened was that after the earthquake was a tsunami. But I I seen it on the news and you don't really... You don't. You look at the news and you're like, "Oh, that's crazy! Wow!" Do you and actually you go, remember what happened? Though? Like, you remember this happening? I remember it happening because of the radiation plant blowing up. Not blowing up, but like just kind of on high alert. Basically, they didn't know if it was going to go off or not. It did a little. Uh, it released some toxins radi- or what? Like, I don't know, but <clears throat> it. I remember it happening, and then you're like, "Wow, that's crazy! That sucks!" And then you go on with your life. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was, uh watching tv one night and this documentary popped up and it was it's called the first three days the first the 311 the tsunami the first three days it's on nhk world japan or nhk world d japan on youtube but it it literally takes all these videos taken through phone and it takes them through a timeline of like thousands of video videos and it puts them in order it's like one of the gr- like greatest YouTube documentaries I've ever watched because it, it 
you go on with your day. Like you see the news, you go on with your day. Like that sucks. That's crazy. Like exactly what's happening in, in um, Ukraine. Right. We watch it and we're like, oh, that's crazy. Right. But you don't see day to day. Yeah. Right. You don't see day to day. And this, the first three days of this, this earthquake, it shows you what happened. And it, Coco, this podcast is brought to you by Castro's Pole Service Repair. It's summer, guys. Don't wait till the last minute to get that pole repaired so you guys can swim it, swim in it in the 100 degree weather or find that reliable service person that's going to keep your, your pool maintained and up to date for you to swim in during the summer. Their phone number is 209-675-5418. That number is 209-675-5418. Support those that support us. If you guys don't know by now, Raquel has a photo booth that's for all celebrations, business parties, weddings, quinceañeras, birthday parties, grand openings for your business. It's for any kind of event, right? She allows you guys to capture the memory with your friends and family. You're even you could take home a physical copy of the picture. She has the printer on site that you're able to print it out. She'll make you a cool template with the uh, with the event's name on it. Digitally and physically, you're able to take those pictures home on your phone or on a physical copy, guys. Check her out. Her Instagram is Raquel Diaz Designs. She has three affordable prices for uh, packages for your event. Silver, gold, and platinum, guys. Go check her out. Raquel Diaz Designs. Love y'all. Peace. It's fucking insane. Like, these people, they're... The water pulls back and there's people literally right by the ocean and they're like, get out of there. There's a tsunami coming. And to watch it, what really like in depth of what happens, it's mind blowing. Right. Because you think of a natural disaster. You don't you think of like they say earthquake is like, wow, that was a big earthquake. You don't think of what what happens, the repercussions, the tsunami, the power, the power plant, uh, the radiation plant. Uh, releasing radiation. Then the biggest thing I was telling you was the fact that they don't the, getting everybody outside the area, like getting all the people, the refugees. Not, I don't think they're called refugees, but like getting all the civilians, putting them in places they could stay and sleep, getting food to them, getting aid to them. It it, it takes you through all that. It's pretty wild, man. It's a it's a good documentary. I don't know. Well, I, do you remember when we were like in elementary school and they used to have us do like drills, like if there was an earthquake for us to go under our desks and stuff like that? And I think we talked about it before, where they would have everybody bring like non perishable food, so in case there was something that happened like that, they would have everybody bring it like a big old Ziploc bag bring in non-perishable foods stuff that kind of lasts like a year obviously throughout the for the whole school year while you're in that class and then they would put it in a like a a big old garbage can and so everybody would have like all the students would have their stuff and put it in there so they kind of had like a a garbage can and they would put all all the the food yeah like everybody's like stuff in there and then at the end of the year they would pass it back out to everybody you know you'd see kids eating like all their stuff or whatever let me tell you you, i never had one of those (laughs) we never had one were you ever part of a natural disaster at a school? At a school, no. But like, there was recently, a couple of days ago, there was an earthquake that hit Turkey and Syria. It was a 6.4 um, earthquake. And it had, it killed so far 47,000 people. Like you could see on the video, it was a 10, it, it, in the 10s. 
like 10.8 or something like that. Yeah. You could see the whole building shaking. It's fucking insane on the video I was talking about. But yeah, I, 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 I had to go, I sat through a, a, uh, a lockdown, uh, uh, school lockdown. What and was then, the event? Or school lockdown. Some guy robbed a store outside the school. And then, uh, I, there was, I was in an earthquake at school. Um, but nothing like that. Like, I don't know. I feel like we would get them more cause we are kind of on the fault line, you know, like we're, we're, we're closer to the fault line than. Yeah, right. not in Los Banos. No, but we're close to the fault line. On like. San Jose, yeah. That whole area is all prone to, to earthquakes. But you you're um you saw something a uh, a news article about a documentary that we watched. Oh, um Madeline McCain? That yeah. one? Oh yeah. There so this little girl went missing in Portugal. From yeah, she went missing in Portugal around I'll tell you right now. Um, but it was a big deal. Like the documentary goes over like the whole process of them trying to find her. Yeah. And it was like, it was huge news, like world news. And there are so many conspiracies on what happened to her. And, and it, it's a, it's a documentary on Netflix. And then Raquel and she just was told three me three years old when she was, went missing and yeah. it's happened, I think in 2000, 2006, maybe 2005. Yeah. Um, but recently there was a girl from Poland that came out and says that she she thinks that she might be the missing girl. Um, they do have some similarities like um, a mutation on the eye where like the people kind of like goes down more, I guess. And the girl, she's a little older now, obviously, but she does have like a semi mutation. that's kind of similar to hers. And she thinks I think they said that Madeline might be 21 and but this girl's 19 or she's 21 and Madeline might be 19. So it's something around there, but she doesn't really know. Like she asks her family like questions and she doesn't really get like positive answers. They kind of just brush it off and like, Oh, well we, we don't really know or don't really give her honest answers. So she thinks that she might be this missing girl. Yeah. Um, but the missing girl's parents, Madeline McCain's parents are, they're going to do a DNA test to see if she's, even their daughter or not, you know, I mean, it, if it is, it'd be nice. Um, so that everybody can get closure, but if not, but they might, they're thinking she might be another missing child that went missing too. Yeah. Well, I mean, anyway, if, if she's just a missing child then yeah. that's just good that they yeah, found that her, the, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, cause you get these stories where kids go missing and then the only reason why they find out who they are is cause they're going off to college or they do something in mm. science class, science class. And then they realize that the people they're with are not even their parents yeah. and they're not adopted. That's right. We, we, we were saying that, well, I was thinking when you told me that, that like I was never in fear of getting, of getting adopted. I mean, of getting kidnapped, right? I was never in fear of getting kidnapped. Like it's for Eva. Like it scares us where we're like, we go to target and we just follow her. Yeah. But then like, she's getting older and she's doing these things. And, and that's where it took us. We started thinking about it. Like where I started thinking about, it, I was like, man, our, our daughter's not street smart. No, like, she's, yeah, that was she's a three, book smart. Yeah. That was a three year old. Right. Yeah. Like, like as she gets older, like there's things that there's a dangerous world out there. Yeah. Right. And you were saying like, how was you were saying you're naive as a kid or yeah, something like that? Yeah, as a kid, I didn't really think of 
like things like that happen. Like that wasn't on my mind. Like, oh, what if I get kidnapped or yeah. you know, like or murdered like, or. I think the better question for me of asking you is like, were you? When did you realize like the world was like dangerous? As as have as a mother having a child, like as I got older. That was the biggest. Yeah, like uh, being more aware around things because I can admit when I was younger I wasn't too aware of things. Like it, it didn't, it wasn't on my mind. Like I wasn't in constant fear. Like what if I go here and I get kidnapped or you know something like that. Yeah. And now as I get older, I, I feel like I'm more aware of my surroundings. Um, like when we go into Target and I'll I'll tell you about like oh do you have to use the restroom before like we start walking around because it never fails. The moment we get to the food aisle. Where the frozen stuff, she's like, I have to go to the restroom. You know, yeah. and it's kind of like, it's it's a headache because it's kind of like, we literally just walked in the store like a couple minutes and we passed the bathrooms and you didn't say anything then. Like, yeah. now I have to leave myself to make sure you get to the restroom safe. I mean, I would feel horrible if I just let her go by herself and I'm upset like, okay, just go. And then something happens, you know? It's women in general, though. Like, even though she's your kid, like, I feel like women in general... Even like at clubs or like places, like they always go to the bathroom together. Oh yeah, two. Yeah, let's yeah. go to the bathroom. Yeah, but not. <laughs> I think a lot of it has to do. It's like fucking dangerous. Mm. But I don't know. Well, there was a thing where this girl who was Ubering and the guy came from behind her and like got her in a bear like a hold. Yeah, and I think she crashed the car because, or she pulled over or something happened. She got out and he ended up stealing her car and then crashing it. Uh, it's but you said like as you became like a mother yeah and then like i i think for me it was such a young age because of where i grew up at like even though we when we talked about this we Mm -hmm. even though we grew up differently like you grew up like in poverty and 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 like in a rough in, like it, you, you I didn't laugh grow up in the me. slums or anything yeah, guys I just I just grew up poor no what I'm saying is like you laugh at me when I talk about my child it's like well you had it good like but the one thing I do and I'm realizing this is the chaotic uh chaotic childhood I guess mm-hmm. because of where I grew up like I I, I was as at a young young age like my being naive wasn't I wasn't, I knew dangerous situations. I started to read dangerous situations and we were talking, uh, I had told you already that, that playing basketball outside of my house, a guy came up, a guy came up to us, me and my brother saying that someone jumped him, broke yeah. a glass over his head, middle of the day, broke his glass over his head. My dad came outside and and let him use the phone. Like the guy wanted, it was started walking up and my dad told him like, get like, you can't come on the on the house, but we could let you use your phone. Like just seeing, he had blood all over his face and it just seeing that. Right. Now I feel though, like as like we get older, if someone comes to the door and they're bleeding, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like, do I let this person in or is this person trying to like rob me or something? You know what I mean? Like, but I've always, I've always like, that's like, I've always been like that. Right. Like our growing up, we didn't have, to even think about it, we had a, a the chain lock. Mm-hmm. We had two bolt locks, and then the 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 what's it called the 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 doorknob, mm-hmm. the doorknob lock. Plus, we had a gated fence. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like I grew up like, <laughs> like when I think about it, I'm like, you put things together. It's like, oh, I grew up knowing that the world was fucking dangerous. Like, like I told you, like my brother getting uh, beat up twice. Beat up. <laughs> he didn't get beat up twice. Like there's so many. Like we went to go play basketball with kids that my brother was was good. They didn't like it. They beat him up. We my brother's playing football at the. Um, he was just the, playing football. Like, playing football at, <laughs> at the park, and some Samoan guys were just on top of him, punching him. And I just like, and thinking about those situations, like I start thinking about my childhood, and like there were so many situations where I was with with a friend, and then we met people on the block, and there were just no, random. You kids didn't just say that. Uh, well, on, on my neighborhood, <laughs> on the there, block, because <laughs> we'd go ride our bikes or go hang out. Yeah. We just meet random kids that were also outside, and they were. Some of them were bad kids, you know, where they, the lights turned off on the, the road and they didn't have to go home, right? It was just so much, like, there were so many crazy things that, it's things that I barely remember that were, were, would happen where it didn't, I just had a lot of life lessons at a young age. And it's scary to think that, that, fuck, like, Eva's not going to have that, that street smart, right? Yeah. So it's just, it's scary. Well, we got to get used to it, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, and I don't know. It, it just, uh, the we we watched the fights over the weekend. Well, I bet on the fights. Mm-hmm. And I lost. He didn't win nothing. Yeah. You watched the fights. I, I think you, you more know about fights than most. Yeah, I watched Even them. though you don't train. Yeah, no, I do not train at all. I, I do not have one athletic bone in my body. <laughs> I think I think you could hold your own, like when you go watch fights with people that have never fought before. I think you could hold your own. I think when we've gone to, so you did an event a couple of weeks ago or whatever, and I'm I'm in there because obviously I'm I'm supposed to be helping you, but I'm like, eh, fuck you, let me just sit my ass down. Um, so I'm, I'm spectating, I'm watching the fights, and then I hear you know people behind me like. There was a guy that came up to fight and I happened to sit in the area where his whole family was and he was, they were literally talking shit to the other fighter like, fuck you, you're gonna get your ass beat. Like just, I hear that in the behind me and I'm like, okay, okay, like, okay. And they're literally yelling like, they have like maybe two sections of like four or five rows of like just people. Mm. And I think it was like into the first round, you know what I'm talking about, right? And their cousin husband brother son whoever he gets knocked out but before that the whole time they're literally yelling at this other fighter like boo fuck you like you know <laughs> shit like that like you didn't get your fucking ass beat and i'm like yeah. okay okay and then he literally gets knocked out cold yeah. and fucking quiet like nothing and i i feel and then the guy that knocked him out he goes over there and taunts them like yeah fuck you like you know like they he's taunting them and i'm yeah. like like oh well like i feel like sometimes it's just you hear shit like yeah fuck it punch him punch him fuck him up fuck the motherfucker up i'm like like, i'm like okay like yeah he could totally hear you saying that like you know (laughs) Uh, okay but it's it's stuff like that i'm like oh okay like yeah yeah." you've been around it yeah i've been around it and i i i learned to just cheer you know what i mean like it it if you have a good crowd around you like your family your friends or whatever people that are going to be positive and not like 
start more problems than what it is, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then it's going to be, everybody's going to have a good time. But man, those people were drunk because one of the guys, he went walking down the stairs. He literally went boom, 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 boom. And he's like, oh, my fucking ass. Like, oh, oh my God, what happened? I'm like, are you okay? Like, (laughs) but he was drunk as fuck. Like, for sure he was drunk. But he was like, someone spilled something. I'm like, no, dude, you're drunk. You literally fell down the whole stairs. Okay, we gotta but, cut it. Yeah, I know. I I'm, I'm about to end it right now. But thank you guys. Oh no, I was gonna thank you for going to that that event. Like you sat there by yourself. Oh, it was so, fun. Yeah. It was fun. I never know if you really like like. I never know if you're having fun. Oh no, it was a good time. Yeah. I got to eat clam chowder. It was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm. Before we end this, uh, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for that you you stand by me, even though I'm frustrating. I'm. Uh, you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I haven't done something where I gotta go but to. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm grateful for you, uh, but she's gonna take off to the dentist appointment, and uh, we gotta I go. You. I love you too. We'll be back tomorrow, guys. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace. Put some shoes on. Thank you for watching the House of Hair. If you guys want to support the podcast, all you gotta do is subscribe. If you haven't subscribed yet, hit that subscribe button below. If you guys already subscribed, like, comment below what you have a passion for and what you're striving for in life what that is that you're trying to do in life that you have a passion for. It could be your hobby. It could be something you're trying to make a career, a professional career as let us know. Also, if you guys do want a shirt, we still have small, medium and double X, $25 a piece. And yeah, follow us on Instagram, the hassle of hair on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you guys for watching. We love y'all. Peace.